Welcome to Advocacy Insights. This podcast series is created to offer a review of the American Society for Dermatologic Surgery Association's policies and position statements. You can quickly be up to speed on the details on key issues impacting ASDSA dermatologic surgeons, their practices, and patient care. Hey everyone, I'm here with Dr. Dennis Porto talking about the definition of practice of medicine. I am Dr. Hillary Johnson coming to you from Private Practice Mo Surgery in Iowa City. Hey, Dr. Porto, tell us about you. Yeah, sure thing. Great to be here with you. So like you said, I'm Dr. Dennis Porto. I'm a skin cancer surgeon as well and a dermatologist practicing out of Boston, Massachusetts in private practice. So we have today the topic of position on definition of practice of medicine. It's very fundamental to what we do as dermatologists. Can you tell us what this word means? What is the practice of medicine? Well, specifically in the purview of a surgical society like the ASDSA, we define the practice of medicine um, as including but not limited to any surgical operation upon any person um, performing any act or procedure that uses biologic or synthetic material or chemical application like a chemical fuel, for example, um, of any kind that alters or dam- damages or is even capable of altering or damaging living tissue. And this living tissue key is component uh, is, uh, excuse me, this living tissue um, component is critical. And I'll bring that up in a moment. Um, Furthermore, performing any act or procedure using mechanical device, think microneedling, or displace energy um, form of any kind if it damages or is capable of damaging living tissue. Now, the reason why this keeps bringing up living tissue is because living tissue is defined as any layer of the epidermis below the stratum corneum. So the stratum corneum is, is considered non-living. So that things that affect the stratum corneum, um, th- those are... Uh, not under the purview of them, but anything below that definitely is. Well, that sure makes a lot of sense because in our training as dermatologists, we are well-versed in how to take care of the living tissue in the skin, but also what to do if there's a wound and how to make sure that all of the treatments that we offer in dermatology that can require wound healing are done safely and uh, are in the best interests of the patient. Have you in your practice seen uh, issues when uh, the practice of medicine is not done correctly by a non-physician, for example? Yeah, you know, unfortunately I've seen it quite a bit. Um, one good example is microneedling. Um, so microneedling, sometimes you see, it, you see it kind of done in these spa settings or at the mall and in places that don't really seem like a, a dermatologist or a doctor's office. And these devices, they can be tuned to go quite deep into the skin. I mean, if, if you're seeing a patient that is having bleeding from microneedling, definitely then they're, they're below the level of the stratum corneum, right? Because the, the dermal papilla beneath the epidermis is where all the blood is at um, in, in the skin, um, in the superficial papillary dermis. And so I have seen definitely, for example, even something simple like a patient getting an infection after a microneedling procedure done at a, at a at med spa. And since there's no uh, licensed physician or other provider on site, they, they don't have the ability to do even do something simple like prescribe an antibiotic for an infection. Um, so absolutely, I've seen really bad um, side effects and um, outcomes from patients who 
Um, probably unbeknownst to them, they believed that they were treating by a licensed professional when they were not. Yeah, or even uh, some some things are sold online that could be very risky, like chemical peels that go a little bit deeper than the stratum corneum or home-based microneedling devices that could cause scarring if not used properly. So I, I think those are all fantastic points. Yeah, there's also this craze, I think, on TikTok recently of, of these young girls like using this device to inject their own lips, for example, and all the complications that came with that. So I think that this is a very timely and important um, position statement from the ASDSA. listening to Advocacy Insights. To learn more about the amazing work of ASDSA, visit asds.net slash ASDSA or contact us at advocacy at asds.net.